All right, Token Smart Podcast, episode 10, made it 10 episodes deep with no intro, as Matthew pointed out right before we started. <laughs> um, on the heels of a, a very successful whip event yesterday leading into the Rare Arts Festival, and it, almost like an eerily successful whip event. I, I felt like I was almost waiting for the other shoe to drop uh, the entire time, and, and it never did. And it was sort of crazy. There were like tons of positive feedback. I mean, this really felt like the one that that we stuck the landing on the most. If you guys don't mind like listening to me run my mouth for a second, I sort of wanted to share my experience with you guys because I'm interested in what you have to say about it or what your thoughts are on it. So I felt like like leading into the event, obviously the whole situation went down with Rhyolite and everything, and I don't really know the ins and outs of it. And And keeping it like super real with you guys, I feel like Prior to all this happening, if someone had asked me, like, you know, how would you feel if Rhyolite died? Obviously, it would be a tragedy, and I'd be very sad. And at the same time, you know, I don't, I don't really know him like that. We've exchanged a few DMs. Pretty sure I own a couple pieces of his artwork. I've seen it at the Whip meetups. In a different situation, I would have assumed that it would be sad, but I would, you know, be able to go about my day. And, and I was actually like really, really wrong about that. I, and I found myself being very affected by that, especially when observing like the outpouring of sadness and support and everything on Twitter when, you know, the news broke. And, and it really felt to me like, you know, he is part of our extended family and our family like really cares about him. And I, I don't know, it really like affected me. So go, going into the WIP meetup, I felt like obviously we had to acknowledge it in some way. And I knew Matthew was going to say something at some point. I wasn't sure if it was going to be at the beginning or the end. Uh, but we've talked before how we've got sort of like a rotating run of people coming in. Some people pop in in the beginning some people, you know, come in halfway through. So I, I felt like it was important to, you know, acknowledge this at, at both places or whatever, much like we did. But so I don't know, man. So it was it was really, really weird. And and as I'm, you know, stepping up on stage to do this without like worrying about audio failures and everything, I'm finding myself like way more connected with the crowd when I don't have that in the back of my head. And like really, really nervous. <laughs> like I this is not, you know, I sort of had like one of these moments where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Like, I'm like up on stage leading like a moment of silence, like all these people who are like clearly distraught over this situation and everything. And and I am myself and found myself doing all the things that I hate that I do when I'm nervous, like speaking too quickly and like saying, um, like a million times. And so anyway, so I got through that and everything and sort of just like needed a moment and found myself doing the same type of thing that I would do in real life uh, if I needed a moment, right? I, I just sort of like walked like out the back of the stadium once Jesse started doing his presentation and I was able to hear and everything. And I walked outside the Token Smart Lounge onto the back porch and there was someone there. There was one person there who I didn't recognize <laughs> and they saw me and went like inside immediately. And so I'm, I'm standing out there sort of feeling like emotionally raw from you know just delivering that speech and sort of like lonely honestly like on the back porch by myself and I really felt like I don't know I I felt like very removed from the situation I could see it all going on on inside without me and I I walked back inside and I I just uh, I saw Connie and I saw Skeeny over to the left of the stage 
and still feeling like sort of sort of raw and i just went over and stood next to them and the the feeling of presence like i think connie's avatar it may have even been a mistake like sort of turned and saw me and then like turned back to the stage and so nothing nothing was spoken nothing was said nothing needed to be said but i it was sort of like one of those moments where i just really felt like i needed to be near my friends and and something sort of like crystallized to me in that moment about the importance of our events and like the importance of like proximity to people because this was not like a situation where i needed to like hop on a zoom call and like talk about it i'm i'm obviously ready to do that now because here i am like you know spilling the beans and everything but at the moment i just felt like i just needed to be around people i care about and you know, I don't, I don't know of any other way that that's recreatable in, in such a, you know, profound way. And, and just sort of being there with people I care about and people who I know care about me and we don't have to say anything, but we're all just sort of together in this moment. Um, I don't know, was extremely powerful to me and just got me thinking about like, why this is so much more important than like crowdcast presentations or why this is so much more important than like hopping on a zoom call when you know you're feeling like that like sometimes you just need to be like near people and i was just sort of blown away by the ability to recreate that feeling in the virtual space and, and to be honest i don't even i didn't even realize that i needed that that much until i was like sort of reflecting on it later um and maybe it's just having been quarantined for like you know three four weeks and and being stuck in the house but um i don't know and, and i met, made a mention of it earlier today in a tweet about how like i feel something bigger is brewing and everything and so i don't know i was really really selfishly looking forward to this conversation because i feel like i needed to get that off of my mind and like interested to hear what your guys thoughts are on that and what type of effect that is uh, or has or or am i just have i just been stuck inside for too long and just like need to be near somebody that uh you know i'm i'm cool with um i don't know i don't i don't really have a way to like tie this up in like a nice bow leading into like a question for you guys but i'm genuinely interested in hearing your thoughts on my experience yeah uh, you know that's that's a really well that's that was really good actually i mean you're you're absolutely right because it's i mean i i talked i talked to him a couple times in the past just you know but not not that much because the type a lot of the projects i was involved in he wasn't i wasn't directly involved with them but at the same time i knew of him and i know a lot of people who had much closer you know relationships with him so there's at this point we've it's a very small community and almost everybody in the space seems to know each other one way or the other. So it's grown into one of those things where now when I'm in there, I, we talked about this before where we were like, can you make friends in virtual reality? You know, are they really friends? It's like, well, I feel empathetic, you know, towards everybody else feeling, you know, it's like I've, I can feel the, the, the sadness and the feeling at the whole group. And it comes across a whole lot easier. It's, even if it's just, your mind playing tricks on you when you're all feeling that way and you see other people you're, they're acknowledging what you're feeling it's really powerful yeah that the connection that we had as a group uh during that moment of just reflection it was really palpable it was really powerful and, and just like speaking on R Rhyolite for a moment uh, he's someone that i was able to meet 
uh, and establish a working conversation since the the Gangnam Art Club meetup that Gangnam puts on uh, the first Monday of every month. Um, since a few meetups, like maybe two or three meetups ago, uh, we actually got on a phone after one of those meetups um, talking about how we can get into the whip. Um, and then we we're just like, it was an ongoing conversation from there. He's such a bright guy. He had a lot of ideas. And recently his father became very ill. So that was one of the reasons why he wasn't able to hop on the whip. And then just to see this news the other day, um, Matias C pinged me. And I was just like, I think it was uh, the day before the whip. I was just like, what the fuck? Um, I couldn't believe it. It was just so sudden, yeah. so random, totally unexpected. But to get back to the like uh, what we're talking about with the whip, it, it, that feeling of community, of being together, of feeling something together um, in that virtual setting, it, it's amazing how how real it is and again like you can make friends there you can feel sadness together and again like this is this is the start of something so much bigger it's really really unfortunate that like rhyolite's passing uh, needed to kind of remind folks of like the depth of feeling that is possible in the virtual world but it's it's something that's undeniable well said man um yeah, it's, it's funny. I was just uh, saying the other day, like how, uh, you know, for a while I felt like, you know, I should really try and get like all my best friends in crypto voxels and, and I haven't really pushed them to make that leap. And, and I still probably should like when, and when I think of my best friends, I think of like the people I grew up with and everything. And, and but after like the last like three, four weeks, I'm like, you know what? I think all my best friends are in crypto voxels, man. I hang out with y'all and like do fun stuff with you guys like all the time and everything and, and not saying anything about like, you know, the people I grew up with and everything, but it, it is very, very real, man. And it, it is extremely powerful. And yeah, something, something like that, despite its tragicness really does underscore like the, the family vibe that we've got going on. This is, we're still in sort of like the incubation period and you know, there's, it's only getting bigger from here. I don't know, man. It, that, that was just like quite a moment for me. I, I felt like in the absence, <laughs> in the absence of audio problems, it's a whole new experience <laughs> on the back end, mm -hmm. right? It, it gives you like a whole new per perception on things and a whole new uh, level of focus when you're not constantly waiting for or, or not constantly on tap to do damage control at, at any moment. It lets you focus on so many more things right it, like during the event it allows you to focus on the presentations and the speakers on the questions in the chat and then thinking even bigger than that like now we don't have to worry so much about how do we fix the problem now it's like again we talked about this a few weeks ago when we had a a nice nice event but it's like okay well how can we now uh, engage the audience more? Like what's a way to kind of spur on attendance? Um, how do we remind people better? Uh, what are some like add-ons that we can include into the, the event, like a fashion show or whatever. Um, and then think about like other things like making awesome promo shit to make it look really enticing for people. I feel really confident about the reproducibility of an event like yesterday with the format, with the, the technical side, um, there's still, obviously things to improve, um, like making sure I mute the server, not just the individual user. So that like sounds from people's mics when they hop onto the discord server, don't uh, impact the speaker and stuff like that. But like, small a things aside, <laughs> yeah, small <laughs> things aside, we can 
really, really expand now to, to think bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, that's not having to worry about that audio. It's exactly what we talked about the other week. Yeah, as you said, like, I'm so worried that it's not going to work that you don't think about other stuff. So at this time, since I, I was less worried about that, I was able to get a, you know, a screen recorder going so I could try to, you know, capture what's actually happening because that goes along really well with the speeches. You know, it's like now, now I've opened up that can of worms and I need to work through and work through that until it's flawless as well. But the only way to get move forward is to, clean up the the frayed edges of your current technology i guess right totally man i also felt like you know everyone knows this is we're still polishing the uh, edges of this event and everything but uh, matthew i agree with what you said man that now i feel like we can pretty confidently replicate this experience and, and one of the big successes and shout out to rare arts festival for you know helping us hype this up and everything but i feel like the special sauce that matthew's been after for a while with like a succinct like after event slash after party thing that went like long after I could hang out. I, I went to the open build and everything, which was cool. There was, uh, I would say a dozen, 15 people there or whatever uh, for, you know, at least a half hour, 45 minutes while I was there. And then I dipped out only to find out later on people were watching like a live feed of Josie's podcast or something on the side of Trislet's castle. And it felt that feeling of like, I I missed out on something that like I wanted to like hang out with my friends and like do that but I you know I have like other things to do believe it or not um but stuff like that is so cool and and the possibilities I feel like are endless especially if you could get people just sort of hanging out and watching a podcast or a movie or uh, you know whatever I spent way too much time in CV yesterday I, I haven't done that for a while <laughs> I was up till I think 2 in the morning actually yeah after that, we had people were building. They were messing around. People were messing around and building on top of other people's stuff to try to <laughs> troll each other. I saw you had put some Twitter stuff because you went in with mess with textures. It was pretty cool. And then, yeah, I figured out, I guess, Twitch streams really well into CV. So I was able to get at, on in the castle a screen of because Josie was interviewing coin artist, which is a pretty big deal. You know, I, I wanted to hear what they both had to say. And I was everybody else probably does, too. So. Yeah, we set that up in the castle. Matt, you showed up. We all, yeah, there was a good group. They all showed up and we watched about halfway through her interview. Something happened on Twitch and it kind of broke the stream. So Josie was trying to fix it, but she wasn't able to. So instead, she just jumped into crypto voxels with us. And then we all just shot the shit for another hour or so until her computer blew up. And then I was there with a, there was a couple people left and QBP then decided he wanted to try to track some raps. So we made some music videos with some other people dancing with him. Like <laughs> it definitely took a different direction than I was expecting. Dude, am I an asshole for getting like some sort of like small gratification every time someone else's audio fails? <laughs> I'm like, I, I love Josie. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I don't know. Every, <laughs> every time something else like that happens to somebody else, I'm like, ah. Oh. That makes me feel like a little bit better about <laughs> our own failings. Rizzle yelling in the background. It's not that easy. See, it was awesome to see how easy Twitch live streams ported in world. Like he was literally just like throwing a screen up on the wall, click and play. And then everyone was, was into that feed. That was, that was awesome. And to have Ben Nolan stop through and tweet out and hear Josie and coin artists talk about it live, how we were streaming it from crypto boxes. That was so cool. It was just like a, a fun little event to be a part of. And well, talking, a, that was a little bit after the end of the event. 
after like our sandbox expedition. But I felt like when we went to the sandbox from the whip, just the fact that we were able to keep the conversation going, I feel like that's the biggest part. And like for me, the the takeaway and like what we can think about how to incorporate that into future events is simply to kind of keep that discord open and be like, all right, like we're hopping over here. Let's keep the conversation going. And like whatever shenanigans we get into after that, like we can let that unfold, uh, unfold like pretty organically. But just keeping the conversation open, I feel like is a really, really lightweight, but very powerful approach to keep going. Dude, that's a great point. It's cool that I love the in-world audio. It actually worked really well when we had smaller groups, but having the Discord one allowed us, like, nobody actually left immediately. So the it's instead of in VR, we were all teleporting around, you know, jumping to other places. And then I had in Discord a couple people, since they knew I was there, they reached out to me, hey, where'd you all go? And so I'd give them a link. And then in Discord, the conversation just kept moving. It just kept flowing and never stopped. Dude, that's a great point. And I don't know, for some reason that never occurred to me. It just seemed like when the event was over, we should just close the channel or just like log out of Discord or whatever. But I mean, we we're getting like a ton of people in, in Discord on the regular basis. So and a lot of new joiners and everything. So that tells me that we're getting a lot of new events. Oh, that was one of the things I went to mention, uh, wanted to mention earlier, uh, because I, as I was like sort of nervous, given my like, uh, you know, speech on Ryle Life and everything, there's like tons of naked, immovable av- avatars popping in and everything. And it's, it's a really creepy, like, I wish you could just put like a smiley face on them or like just a smile or something, because I felt like yesterday there were more than ever of those popping in and everything and it's a really creepy vibe like everyone i feel like everyone is wearing wearables i recognize them i know their names and if not it doesn't matter i know they're one of us but like to be given this talk in front of like 20 anonymous uh immovable naked avatars is like sort of a weird vibe but that being said that means a lot of new people are coming in i feel like this is two weeks in a row and, and we're probably getting some um, help from Ethereal Summit and Rare Arts Festival and everything. But a lot of new faces in the crowd, a lot of new members joining Token Smart, uh, a lot of new emails on the guest list and everything. So word is spreading one way or another. And I feel like our core nucleus is, I mean, they've been with us from the start. <laughs> so I feel like if they didn't bail bail on us by this point, then we're, we're good with them. It's funny because... The after events, the connections, the networking, the extra stuff that makes or breaks a lot of these things. And that's like in this particular example, I really thought that follow up Twitch stream from Josie and having Ben show up because then, you know, I was talking to Ben a little bit about it and he was seeing it happen in real time. He saw what we all wanted to see. I felt like, you know, his feedback rate at real time feedback was, wow, this is really cool. I didn't even think about using it for this. You know, so now he's the guy trying to lead development on this whole project. Like, I want him to see this is what the community wants. This is what we're focused on. This is what needs to be. If improvements need to be made, this is where we feel that the focus should be. You know, so it's it's yeah. useful on that side, too. Oh, absolutely. And it's like everything that we've been working for. It's like, okay, like, Ben, I, I hope Ben has has been seeing this. I know he's been sort of, like, tangentially aware of it. And it just felt like that moment something clicked in him hopefully he connected that with like the the live events that we're doing uh, in world 
but then like to Rizzle's point, damn, all, seeing all those new naked avatars, I just wish that they looked a little bit different because they're kind of like papery floating. Like they look very awkward, especially when we screenshot stuff and we have like all the dope wearable attired avatars, like <laughs> looking fresh. And, and then you have these, yeah, they, they're, they're like on an awkward angle. Like it's just like, it's really weird. But again, like we have all these new people flowing in here. And like a couple of weeks ago, Tubador, he was one of those naked avatars. And like he realized later on, he's like, oh my God, I look so, so naked. And it's a quick progression from realizing that you're unclothed to having like a million people reach out and saying like, hey, you can get some uh, wearables for me. Just like shoot me your youth address. Like we got you. And then like that cycle will just keep going. People would invite new people who need to be clothed and so on and so forth. But it's just the word is spreading. It really, really is. We have folks like Tubador who are creating amazing write-ups for the events. We have Trislet and Paradox who are making great uh, screencasts of the event um, that are, are now like shareable worthy. Like I was sharing the link with more than a few people yesterday. And it's a great way to recap everything. And now it's, it's the time to kind of double down and really spread this awareness now that I'm 100% I'm confident about this heading forward. So it'd be, it'd be really, really great to now again, like go back and start focusing on like making more people aware of like how great of an event this is and seeing and making sure that we can maintain like the integrity of the event that has made it so special up until this point. I want to mess with some of the other things. Now I want to play with the presentation board stuff Ben was working on. <laughs> Sounds like that would be pretty fun if we could make that work. But again, introducing more. I know we're trying to, we, we need to remove some variables, right? We, when we know something works well, it's like you should stick with those. But now I want to introduce some more craziness, right? And the presentation board, have the writers be able to maybe write examples up on stage with their stuff. <laughs> Dude, totally. I mean, the the ability to live stream stuff opens like so many doors and i don't know about like well i i do i'm sure like there are some copyright like think hurdles to jump over but you know once i saw what you guys were doing with josie's uh twitch stream and everything you know i'm like oh my god movie night let's let's get the pay-per-view title fight you, you know all these things would be so cool and and i'm sure they're those aren't necessarily kosher but podcast night is or like josie's twitch screen night or, or twitch screening night is um so i i feel like you know there are a lot of like possibilities for passive in world events where we don't necessarily even have to do anything we could just throw the live stream up in the token smart amphitheater and be like hey guess what token smart amphitheater tonight there will be a live screening of uh, you know, I don't even know what the token smart podcast, the token smart podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, man. So I, I feel like that is, is absolutely huge, man. And, and that's something that I would love personally, because there's a lot of times where, uh, you know, I'm being pulled in a million different directions at once, but if I could sort of like just park my avatar avatar in world to be a part of the screening of something that I could uh, you know, keep opening a tab while I'm doing other things, walking, you know, to and from my computer, I, I would really, it would be highly desirable for me to be a part of those things. Before I forget, I just want to make an offer. Any naked avatars listening to this, please, I, we will clothe you, like get in contact with us. I don't want to look at you. 
I don't want to look at your naked ass anymore. It's <laughs> it's too creepy. And yeah, free of charge, please. We'll hit you up. Contact please. us. Please, Russell, we'll put pants on you. Please call him. <laughs> yeah, man, we're dishing out like 40 pairs of shorts this week, plus some other stuff. So we're we're clothing the needy, and we got more where that came from. So anything anything but that is fine. Right. You all gotta we all gotta start somewhere. Hundred percent, man. I, I just feel like thinking what I mean, the passive events are great. And I feel like in Decentraland right now, they, they've been doing those passive events pretty well. Yesterday, there was a round table that they, they piped in uh, some Zoom calls and Zoom video in world. So folks could hear some people associated with the, the DCL core team actually talk about this and that, but just piping that in so folks can hear that. You can, you can listen in on the Zoom call itself or just like enter in world and, and engage in that. I feel like that's that's an easy win. And for what we're doing right now, it should be like a no brainer to be able to do that in world, similar to what uh, Josie is doing with Behind the Art uh, and how we're able to incorporate the the live Twitch streams. Like that's that's a slam dunk. But then thinking about like what uh, Easy and Josie had talked about uh, in terms of like layering in like a fashion show like into the actual whip or having wearable themes. I feel like those are things that we can now uh, and probably should start focusing on. Uh, and in addition to that, easy again, bringing up the idea of uh, like giving like a, a, a specific, a set Q and A time between the speakers to increase the, the audience engagement. We've talked about it several times before, and I feel like it's time to kind of like for, like implement that. Uh, I'm the only thing in my mind. I just want to make sure that we don't ask stupid questions. I don't. I feel like I don't want to have Q and A time just to have a Q and A time. I don't want to force people to ask questions if they don't have anything in the moment. That's like the only reservation I have right there. But I, I, I feel like that those are like easy slam dunks to start layering on uh, to what we have. Well, you know, if if you watch a lot of Twitch streams, we actually, it, it's a lot like what we run into when we were, like we were talking about when we did that fireside chat where it's, we're talking, we're on stage, we're trying to answer questions, but everybody involved who's watching us, they're able to type in the bottom so you can kind of see their answer, their questions and stuff. So if you're reading those in the same time, you don't really have to have a QA session because they've, they've been having it while you've been talking. It's because that's how Twitch that's works too, if you... You know, they have their scrolling questions in chat going in their feed yeah. so the, the viewer could. In fact, I was actually thinking we should be, I mean, the fact that my the recording setup works so well, is like I could actually set there's a live stream straight to a Twitch channel. So I could have, I could be streaming the whip into a Twitch channel and have the Twitch channel I'm streaming into up on the stage in the whip. <laughs> oh, actually, that's a fire idea. That would, that would be fantastic. Um, but like staying on the point of the Q and A and the like in the chat, I try to pay attention to the feed um, within CV, and that's how I got like a few of the comments from Metagaze to question for Cody about the async art collaboration, comments from Sparrow about Simon de the Rivier's conversation or uh, speech. Um, but I feel like maybe I'm missing something because I'm paying attention to a few things. Maybe just looking yeah. more into the. The chat there would be enough. I'm guessing. I'm not sure. You are right. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it's the same thing as a normal. 
that's why they usually hold QA till the end because most speakers they need to get their thoughts out. <laughs> I was just gonna say, like, how great is it that these are the problems <laughs> we're discussing right now? Like, you know what I mean? How to how to make this better instead of how to prevent things from breaking. I feel like that's a corner we just turned like really in the last like two, three weeks. I feel like the outpouring of support, the amount of people making articles and videos, this is becoming like, you know, a very viral event that a lot of people like really want to be a part of and everything. Yeah. I, I feel like sprinkling in some of these softball events is a slam dunk with, with just, you know, doing some live screens or something like that, especially of ourselves. Uh, uh, you know, on the podcast or, you know, having a podcast night or doing one of these like in real time or I don't know that it's it's so much fun to be able to think about the possibilities instead of like, you know, playing whack-a-mole with damage control. I feel like yeah, this you know, podcast has been helpful because it makes sure, that, you know, people who care about it, it gets get sort of where our minds are. So that's, you know, I encourage anybody like if you if what we're talking about bring, makes you say you know no that's not right or these guys are wrong like i hope everybody feels comfortable reaching out and letting us know that no right on man uh, the feedback that i've received is that a lot of people really like sort of feeling a part of the organic growth of this whole endeavor and everything and uh, i've had a lot of positive feedback about the podcast saying a lot of similar things like they they feel like they're on the call with us trying to troubleshoot it with us and and maybe that's been one of the reasons why there's so many people willing to help us out. Trizlet, I, I didn't send it over to you, but I was sharing math, sharing it with Matthew earlier because he's distributing stuff as well from the guest list, Ethereum addresses. But the the amount of support and positive comments was astounding this week. Everyone had like really, really encouraging things to say. I was speaking with um, DCL Blogger last night, and it seems like in a, a couple weeks, it would be perfect to have some sort of like co-hosted whip event over in DCL. Um, like we could do something on Trizet's properties if we get something in hand or with that crew over there who have been putting together events on their own. feels like that's that's an easy win and we, it'd be easy enough to port over um, folks from the whip over there to see how that goes. Because again, that's a di different audience over there. It's a different experience. There's a lot of things that are working over there that aren't working in CV. It'd be nice to kind of like kick the tires on that. So I think that's a great experience great potential idea and it opens the idea to kind of like collaborating with other projects further like uh, axie infinity uh, and then opening it up to like other sponsors too and like going down a whole nother rabbit hole with monetization potentially for for these events as they get bigger and, and the platform and stuff yeah i mean you know cross-platform that's interesting with the with some of our testing like if we can do more uh high-end like video streaming cross world you know from one to the other then at a certain point, it matters less and less where you're actually originating your whip from because mm, people true. choose where they want to watch it from. And then it doesn't matter, right? Now, yeah, as you said, like now you have, it's like, oh, you've got a project, product you're trying to get across. It's like we've got, you know, we've got people from all over the metaverse. You know, we don't, we're not going to force them into a project they don't want to be into. So we're delivering the content to them. You know, you want us to shout you out. It's a lot of options there. Oh, dude, that never even like really occurred to me, but you're absolutely correct. Like we could, you know, be doing the whip while simultaneously live streaming it in DCL. Uh, man, with a complete product that actually works, <laughs> there's there's so many fun options. 
to choose from. Yo, let's let's give some shout outs, you know, to the people we need to, and including DCL Blogger, man, because he's a good dude. And I, I do feel like we're like somewhat in competition because they're trying to do the same thing that we're doing, but we're not really because it's it's a different vibe that that we're both going for. So shout out to him. Obviously our main people. Uh, I, <laughs> Matthew's heard me joke about this all week. I'm like, dude, please help me. And I reached out to Jim. I was like, I don't want to reach out to No Shot anymore. No Shot's been like so helpful throughout our entire endeavor. And I feel like every time I break something on CryptoVoxels, I got to reach out to No Shot. So um, I was able to actually dial it back if he's listening, believe it or not, man. Um, so shout out to No Shot, Dragonate, Easy, Timmy, all the mainstays and people who have helped us pull this out. Go ahead, guys. Help me out. Yeah, Trippy Yogi. I got on a call with him earlier this week, and we're just talking all, all about like what we talk already on the show, making sure we double down on making things tight and I guess going in like a more like live production route, which we're, we're doing. It was awesome to just get validation that all the things that he does professionally, like working on live events and live produced uh, work is, is where we're going. So I definitely feel really, really happy after the conversation with him. Tubador, man, his writing is just like so freaking amazing. I love reading it his writing on the whips. Uh, easy in crypto. Awesome vibes, energy, great suggestions. Josie for being down and also having great ideas to to layer into the whip. Paradox and Trislet, like again, like the work that you guys are doing with the video, I think is really tight. To the speakers, like Jesse from uh, Bullionix, Bulag, uh, Coldy, Jin, uh, Simon, they were awesome this week. Oh yeah, Jesus. And then James, the whole I know, man. Little, I was just thinking the same thing. I was like, virtual, ah, we're our festival. Like, dude, that that, yeah. that was awesome what they've been doing. And this again, stuck, like, another shout out to Trisdit for opening yeah. up all these parcels for the sandbox. Hell yeah. That's boom. There we go. Yeah, we'll we see. Go. That's that's gonna be really fun. I really want to see what how crazy it gets as of Sunday night. We'll see. The plan is to try to add when they want to close things, I'm just going to shut off Sandbox and leave it, and we can see what we come up with. It may be great, maybe horrible, maybe horrible. I don't know. <laughs> my plan is to periodically hop in and deface everyone's images with my Avastar, uh, like I've been doing with your plot and Jim's plot and everything. Just pasting my image, just or you know, leaving a little token reminder that Rizzle's been here or or something like that. The equivalent of like you know, high school graffiti. Uh, is, is what I'm going for. So uh, nice. it's, it's fun, man. It's a it's a cool like rolling experiment. It'll just um, turn into a massive bathroom stall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It sort of seems like that is the direction it's heading. Uh, but you know that's fine, man. It, it's it's fun to see like you know in in the twelve hours b between when I was in there last night and came in this morning to deface your property. Uh, a lot of stuff had been built and uh, w was placed around all your plots and everything. So people are clearly out there. And y'all, it's always great catching up with you. I feel like this is sort of like partially like a therapy session for me in the beginning. I need to get that off my mind. And I appreciate you guys hearing me out. I do honestly truly believe that we're building something much bigger and that WIP is sort of the gathering the focal point or the gathering point right now but there's a lot more momentum behind it than what the whip is encapsulating in itself and so i'm just so excited man especially now that we've got like a, a solid product to continue to pump out there 
just uh, a lot of appreciation for your guys' support and, and all the help that you guys have given us. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. 100%. All right, y'all. We'll wrap it up for today, and we'll catch you next week after our next experiment. Awesome. Later, y'all. Well, later. Later, boys.